Now this year, people are seeking ways to adapt in a very uncertain world. Emerging technologies are giving control to the people with never-before-seen outcomes for businesses and individuals. Artificial intelligence or AI lets people express their natural creativity. Web3 offers the chance to help shape the brands they love and tokenization may soon hand them full control over their personal data. These seemingly small shifts in control will alter power dynamics on a systemic level. This evening, we speak to entrepreneur, transformation mindset coach, executive business coach, international speaker, empowerment speaker, MC, master NLP coach, and coaching for kids coach, business broker, Rukshana Modan. So, so Rukshana, assalamu alaikum and welcome to Radio Islam International. Thanks for having me on your show. Um, it's always a pleasure to speak to you. So this is interesting. We're looking at business practices and 2023, and we know that they, these are going to change because we see such an evolution in the technical world, and obviously this is going to impact on business practice. What does business practice mean in simple terms? Now, business practices, and I mean, uh, we can agree on this one, um, has changed drastically over the past two mm-hmm. years. I mean, myself as well, I'm not a tech person. I was always uh, called out to companies. I do my consultation. I do my business optimization. And it was a one-on-one. I had to go into a company physically. And then came the pandemic. And we've had to change our trends and times. I mean, myself, um, I battled in the first few months because everything became online. We needed to start using more technology. Um, and artificial intelligence is something yet to stay. We need it. Um, yes, definitely we are on the trend of we need to move forward with it. Our business practices have taken a huge uh, 360-degree turn. Whereas mm-hmm. We've now looked at the trends of you know, more and more people shopping online, going out to supermarkets. More supermarkets have had to change their strategy as well, where people are buying now online, so they've got to have uh, more delivery services. And those are things and times that we never thought we'd see for a few years' time, but a pandemic threw us into the deep end. And robotics is a thing now, and many countries um, are using at the moment. I know uh, South Africa at the moment, we don't have many uh, of the physical robots that's doing deliveries and that, but many countries have already started using yes. robots that go from door to door. My son lives in China, and you know when he showed me some of the video footage of how they get deliveries of their groceries, I was totally fascinated. That it's mm-hmm. a robot that gets to the door, you put in your code, you open it, all your groceries are taken out, you close it, and the robot gets back to the environment wherever he needs to go back to. So it's just amazing, and we're getting to that time. I mean, more and more now we can see um, companies are opting for e-commerce, um, online training, uh, tutoring, schooling. We never thought we'd ever see schools online, and they were yes. like, there was not even enough time to train teachers and put them onto systems. And companies literally went into overdrive of getting in computers, UPSs, uh, screens, just to send their staff home so that they can all start working. And this is the time when people are saying that, yes, we're ready to go back to work. People are not back on that mindset. More and more people are taking their three days, four days at home and two days in the office. And many, many come back, you know, and I, I, like I said to you, training is something that is vital for all staff. But when you listen to the fear factors of, do I really want to get back? And I really like working from home. I'm more Mm -hmm. productive for my company. I do more. So 
Yes, our trends and, and, and times have changed, especially with AI. Uh, artificial intelligence is something that we need to take cognizance of. Um, those people that continuously tell me that there's no jobs and I'm battling, and I'm asking them, there's so much courses online that's for free, for free, yes. that's offered to our youth, to our unemployed, that is for free, that's teaching AI, that's teaching robotics, that's teaching coding for kids from the age of 12. I mean, those are amazing courses to get onto. Um, myself, I'm not a, a person that would say that I wanted to ever learn how to code. I never wanted to learn how to do something like my own website. But that's in times and trends that that's have changed for us because more companies are opting for youngsters to do their marketing. Branding now is about who the influencer is that has the most followers. It's yes, not about absolutely product out there on the highway. It's not about putting your product on TV. It's not about putting your product anymore out into a mall and say, test my product. Now, influencers get the product delivered to their home. They give a, a review on it and that's how consumers are being uh, bought these days. This is how you want to mm -hmm. buy your product. If somebody's tried my product out, they've tasted it, they've tested it. And, I mean, you see young girls as 12, 12, 15, 18 that are the trendsetters for products at the moment. So our time yes. has definitely changed. Absolutely. Looking at common business practices, what are the most common ones that we're seeing recently? Um, for myself, coming from petroleum industry, uh, I know that a lot of um, multi-skilling has had to happen um, recently because mm -hmm. of uh, changes in the petroleum industry. And I know it would be a huge problem for people to lose their jobs our pump attendants, and this is something that is a fear factor for all, right? The more we bring in robotics, the more we bring in automation, there's yes. jobs that get lost. And we need to stand up, we need to start looking and asking ourselves, are we ready for this change? Are we ready for robotics? Are we ready for automation? Are we ready? I mean, our banks, our industry, the banks uh, was getting ready for this way before the pandemic hit. So there's mm -hmm. ATMs and more and more people are trusting a machine now to collect their money, to do their deposits, to do transfers, to do their payments. Before we stood in queues in a bank and that's how we interacted and that's how payments were being made, that's how we dealt with our finances. It's changed. Banks have moved on. Uh, more and more food um, uh, outlets as well. They're catering for more online purchases with the Ubers and uh, Mr. Delivery with home services. So we've had to see the trends in businesses have changed. Somewhere where we've never had delivery guys, now we've got to bring delivery people. Where we've never had people that are buying food online, and we need to make sure that that food is hot, that it's fresh when it gets to them. Yes. There's a, a, a sort of a promise that we give them to say, that, listen, we will deliver your pizza when it's hot, and we will deliver you fresh, healthy, clean food. The fear factors come into as well is... Will our delivery guys really deliver the food on time? Will you deliver mm -hmm. it clean without being contaminated? So there's fear factors from consumer, but also from business. There's so mm -hmm. many things that need to be taken into account. Do I have trustworthy staff? Do I have the trustworthy drivers? Do I want to outsource my drivers or do I want to use internal drivers? And I, I know that CFC started the trend where they do offer free deliveries because they don't want their food to be compromised. 
Yes. Right? And I yes. get that and I understand that. So those are trends that we're changing now. Um, you're getting the pick and pays where they think we have our own driver's checkers. With their online services, they think mm-hmm. we have drivers so you can trust them. You don't need to uh, send out somebody to get your groceries. We'll send it right to your door. So we've got to be on our feet 24-7 just thinking, thinking up new ideas about how are we going to innovate ourselves. And I can share with you something quickly if we still have yes. time. I'm in the training sector and I'm a business consultant. I'm, I do business optimization. Uh-huh. And I've seen that more and more of my clients and I do business one-on-one for small businesses, startups, and I do growth for their business. And then I also do business um, looking at what is their strategies for the new year. And the, the real thing for 2023 that I've picked up is the fear of, Sukshana, do you think we're going to be hit with another pandemic. Do you mm. think we can sustain ourselves? And yes, you've heard it that 20, to, I mean, my child is in China at the moment. He teaches there. And yes, they are in a huge lockdown at the moment. Lockdown, so, you know, yes. the minute they go into a lockdown, we go into lockdown. And more and more of them are asking, we've just taken off the mask. We've just started trying to like fix the damages of all the losses we've taken for the past two years. Right? And they've been really damaging to businesses. Uh-huh. Outlets were closed, they were working on minimize, they were paying rentals, they were paying staff, and they were not uh, earning a revenue. So people are just coming out of that. We've had a good December where people are com- it's like, oh my God, my sales were amazing. They didn't shut down on public holidays. They were trying to recoup these losses that yes. they made. And now the fear factor for 2023 is, what am I going to be facing for this year? And the thing mm-hmm. that I say is, um, be prepared. Be prepared to use artificial intelligence. Be, pre- be prepared to put your products online. Be prepared to start selling it, even if you're going to have to get two or three delivery people delivering your product. Whether it's a product, whether it's a service. Myself as well. I've had to train myself to use Zoom, to use... And then the other thing that actually also hampers our businesses is our famous load shedding. Yes. So how yes. do we incorporate that? How do we put that into place? And one of my businesses, he said, Brooks, I'm losing so much of um, man hours. What do I do? And I said, okay, and this time, this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing stock taking. We're going to be cleaning up our, our stores. We're going to be actually checking out how can we bring stock forward and move things around. And mm-hmm. they never thought mm-hmm. about that because what actually does happen, and I've seen it. I came out of a mall today. I was busy with a client, and then we went out for lunch, and when we were there, we spoke about the same thing, that the minute the load shedding happens, all our stuff, there's nothing they can do, really, right? It's a two-hour, sometimes three-hour, it just depends what yes. the is. There's no productivity, and you've got to pay yourself. So you've got to ask yourself, how can I multi-skill my stuff? How can I optimize that time that is actually going, but there's no, no sales can happen? What am I doing? Am I going to go and get a UPS that's going to be able to make me sell at the same time? What am I doing? Because unfortunately, this is something that we have to look forward to. Yeah, and especially if it's going to be something that's going to stay with us for a long period of time. Yes. And we don't really know how long just yet because I don't think anybody in South Africa right now knows what that yes. estimated time is going to be. And I think that's what we need to be. We need mm-hmm. to become, and I mean, I must say, I, I would love to say this, our businessmen uh, are very resilient. They have, within yes. the past two years, faced pandemics, load shedding, we've had flooding, we've had looting, you name it, we've had it. 
but they've still managed to opt out and help communities. They've still managed, and I know it myself, because we do quite a lot of community projects, right? Mm-hmm. And these businesses were really struggling. They took major losses, but they were like, if I can pick up the phone and say, listen, I need this help, we're going to this orphanage. I need, they really go all out to say, we want to be part of it as well. We want to help mm-hmm. you. So for me, that just goes to show that our people in South Africa are an amazing, truly resilient people. You know, yes, technology is coming. Yes, we need to be ready for it. I got into schools, I got into colleges, and I speak, and I'm, and I make our youth aware that you know you need to go and study something that's going to make you relevant. Yes, you need to make absolutely. yourself um, wanted. Yes, today parents don't have money, and there's so much of learning stuff out there. There's so many uh, websites that are giving free courses, right? and I mean really quality courses. And uh-huh. I go out and I show them, this is what you need to do. I go out into our communities and I show moms and I show unemployed people that this is what you need to do. There's so many um, jobs that can be created just from home. And I've got a family that the mom started and then she took an unemployed daughter in. And now she has like four or five of the neighborhood ladies that have joined her business. And oh, she's yeah. actually become a supplier to a huge store. Mm-hmm. So find your place, find what you love. And I mean, let me just tell you, our ladies are amazing. I, when I saw what she was doing, uh, first kitchen first, number one, and then she got this huge order in, and she said, Roxana, what do I do now? You know, and I said, okay, are you happy to share your profit? She said, yes, I don't want to lose the contract. I said, then call in other people. This is your contract. Don't share who it is that we're supplying but make sure you bring in other ladies. And she made sure that she uses the proper hygiene that we train them with, the proper safety standards, packaging was taken care of. And now she's like a permanent supplier to them. It was a once of it once her order. Mm-hmm. Today she's one of the a, a huge supplier to a chain store. Alhamdulillah. I think that's that's the thing with us. We need to become, we need to look for those opportunities because we've become, um, you know, we sit back sometimes and feel, uh, specifically for women, we feel, um, you know, I'm here at home, I'm not, this is what I'm supposed to do. But there are things you can do from home and and it can actually be turned into a very lucrative um, and very successful business if you just put your mind to it and look at, you know, at how other businesses work, how other people are doing things and you can learn quite a bit and the internet has so many things that you can learn um you know it's just a bit of uh, um, uh searching and uh learning to look for things and alhamdulillah you find many 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 things that you can use so you're quite right and i think you know this lady i mean look she can do that i'm sure there are many other women out there um you know as well even unemployed youth who can find their way to do these things and you you mentioned courses um you know i love learning so for me i love doing these courses and i've taught myself so many things because of these courses and i'm able to to you know have a steady income from some of the jobs that i do so yes i think you know the world's changing but it doesn't necessarily mean it's changing for the worse we've got to actually see the positives in there and grab those opportunities Absolutely. I, you know, I agree with you. Um, it's about our mindset. You know, yes. you get the doomsayers that are, oh, the world is ending and, oh, there's a pandemic and uh, we're going to be abducted by aliens. And you get them all, right? And they all wake up in the morning and it's a doom and gloom. And for me, I'm always like, you know, those kind of people, I just block them. I don't want to get them. Even my own family, my sisters, they know. I give them a one second to nag and rant and then stop. That's enough for me. <laughs> because the, 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 the worst thing we need to do is alleviate people's fears. And I mean, you've seen it. Times have changed. There's so many people that have money that have actually taken their lives. 
a very scary mm-hmm. thing for me. That yes. even if they have money, when they take the slightest kick in the business, uh, depression has become a real thing, uh, anxiety, panic attacks. Okay, mm-hmm. so just be careful what you're telling people. Don't be the doomsayer, the gloomsayer. Yes. Think about the person's mental wellness. Are you going to bring them down worse than what, what they're actually facing, that they actually hurt themselves or they actually put themselves in such a state that they need to be institutionalized? Mm. So I think yes. we need to be, be careful. I love that you ask all these relevant questions because they're so, so apt. Our youth need to know this, our business people need to know. Our people sitting at home that are unemployed need to understand that, yes, Times and trends are changing, and they need to be innovative. There's amazing groups out there. I'm part of many of them that are going out and teaching our youth causes and bringing in causes for our unemployed ladies. There's sewing classes. It's for free, for free. Cooking, mm-hmm. baking. Uh, yes. And these ladies are supplying food chain stores with these baking that they're teaching them, right? And I must say, I don't want to mention names because I work with quite a few of the organizations, but they're truly, truly amazing the, the three causes that they're giving, the startup kits that they're helping people with. Um, and, and I also like to, to say to our business guys, when you're getting rid of your old stuff, make sure you give it to one of these ladies or gentlemen that are sitting yes. at home working from home. Yes. Give them your old yes. printers. Give them your old laptops. That makes a huge, huge difference. It's such a beautiful gift to give somebody just to say that I want them to start up. And many businesses contact me and they say, listen, Fuxana, I have a laptop. I have some printers. Come and see what you have here. And then we show them gifts. Like, take pictures to who we give them to and these ladies always write up and they'll bake for them and give them things to say thank you so much this helped me so much it mm-hmm. helped me with my invoicing what we think is actually ready for the dustbin is not always that so yes. I mean I, I thank all the business people that I have in my life um, I thank them I thank the youth that actually follow me and that they do such amazing things out in our groups because once I train them they go out into communities and they do the same thing so mm-hmm. there's a lot of innovation right now there's a yes. project that's happening a one lady started it and it was a Spanish uh, thing she started in her yard and today they're one of the largest suppliers I'm not going to name the, na- the the chain store they're huge mm-hmm. and she's supplying over eight of their branches with fresh spinach wow well we've so, seen that so here in Durban as well <laughs> yes. yes 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 our our, our larger uh, companies are actually calling in for uh, home industries to come forward, mm-hmm. for home farmers to come forward, and they have a huge program that they're actually allowing them to bring their produce, and they pay them a fair amount. It's a negotiation. Yes. They're not robbing them. They pay them a good amount, and I actually go in to help them negotiate their deals, and there's a contract. They get paid on time. There's no, they know, that, and this is a give back, right? This mm-hmm. is from larger companies that think that we also yes. help the smaller guys. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's a lot of things. Um, uh, one lady said to me, you know, can I make grocery at home? And I always loved it. I never thought I would feel, and her husband is actually quite sickly, and he's on chemotherapy at the moment. And yes. He says, I never thought I would be able to take care of my entire family and put my children in school with just a love of making roti. But she's roti, making such a large... Yes, thing. yes, absolutely. absolutely. Make, I think, I think... You, mm-hmm. Go nothing ahead. You make, yeah, nothing you make... You know, just I, I tell you a guy, he's a youngster, he needed to put himself through school, he lost his dad, there was no more money. But he became a driver, he used his late dad's car and he became a driver and was taking kids to school and back. And I'll come to like, he is seeing to his entire family financially, just doing a driving job. Mm-hmm. So you, you start, you start at the bottom, money. yes, you can start at the bottom and work your way up. You don't always have to make it to the top at the very first step you take. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Ruxana, it was lovely talking to you. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, but Shukran, I hope that people who listen are taking benefit as much as they possibly can from what you've just said to us. Um, you know, there's, there's so many things that we can do and we should never let anything hold us back. Allah has given us the ability to use our minds and we should use it to the best effect, to help others, to help ourselves, rather than to, you know, be frivolous in what we do every day. And time is of the essence as well. So grab those opportunities when they come along. So, so Ruxana Moden, Jazakallah khair for your time. Much appreciated. Jazakallah. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum.